I first heard of these creatures when I watched the movie Brave for the first time. I thought they were so beautiful and enchanting, little balls of spirits that resembled a blue flame leading the protagonist through the forest. I would have never guessed what they were or how they came to be. Welcome to Below the Forest Floor. My name is Nancy and I'm here with my partner slash co-host Ryan. Hello. On today's episode, we will be discussing the mysterious creatures known as Will-o'-the-Wisps, also known as Ignis Fatus, which I, I'm pretty sure I'm not saying that right because it's in Latin, but that's how I'm going to say it. Right. And also, I, I forgot that I haven't seen Brave in a really long time, <laughs> to be fair, but it was one of my favorite movies when I did see it, um, but I forgot that was actually that they were in it. Yeah, that was like pretty big part of it because merida followed them yeah it it started all the bs (laughs) (laughs) and that was like actually the first time i'd ever heard of them or seen them like i'd heard of them here and there but i didn't know what they were when people would say them but or say the the name but then when i saw the movie i was like oh that's what they are those are that's really pretty so yes yeah i would be one of the people who followed them into wherever apparently (laughs) 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 pretty shiny light (laughs) So, what do you know about Will-o'-the-Wisps? Do you know anything about them? Uh, not technically. I know of things like, you know, it's... I know some, not like the realness part of it. I know of like what games have done for, like, Will-o'-Wisp. Like, mm-hmm. especially with when you think of the, the Will-o'-Wisp, you think of Pokemon for, you know like, Ninetales, Move, Chandelure, some of the, like, the, the Ghost Fire um moves and things which are definitely based off of this because if you if you see the move set that they have or the move in action they look like little blue balls of flame yeah exactly and like some rpgs have it as well i believe there is something like it in some of the elder scrolls games don't quote me on that because it's been a long time (laughs) since i played any of those but yeah that's about my extent of the knowledge the real part of it uh or like the the inspiration that caused all of those I don't know much about it except that I think that it originated from like Celtic mythology kind of stuff or if there was any other origins for it. Yeah, actually that uh, Latin word or the Latin words that I said earlier are a Celtic um, pronunciation of Latin. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. And don't forget Ori, the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're new here or if this is your first time listening to our podcast, we're big gamers on the side. Oh, that makes more sense now. Uh, okay, so like Ori and the Will of the Wisp, I never really made the connection that it was, you know, those. I thought it was like, you know, the, you know, kind of like the will of the people. It was like the will of the wisps, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I thought it was more. I read it that way and not this other way. So, yeah, that that was news to me, and I can't <laughs> believe it took me this long to actually make that connection. You were today years old. <laughs> yeah, and I, I never I never actually played any of the Ori games, so mm-hmm. that's probably why it didn't really connect. Well, we learn something new every day. Absolutely. So, the most popular lore for Will-o'-the-Wisps is that they are spirits that led humans into marshy areas that were very dangerous. Oh. Some people say that these little spirits 
are those of unbaptized children or unbaptized adults leading people into the water to get baptized. Others say that they are fae leading people to their demise. And you have the stories where these wisps are not creature or spirit, but something much more scientific. Oh, really? Like mm -hmm. ball lightning, maybe? Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, then. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting episode. That's where, like, that's where I would have thought uh, when it comes down to it. But yeah, because that's another phenomenon that no one really <laughs> knows anything about. There's so many things in science that people still have absolutely no idea how or why, and it's it's incredible, honestly. Yeah. So, we start our journey tonight with the story of the children. Trigger warning: we will be discussing the sensitive topic of child loss. Yeah. In Europe, sometime around the 1600s, the story of the wisps began with either stillborn children or babies that passed and didn't have the opportunity to be baptized. These children are tasked with leading those who are lost to wander astray into the deep, dangerous marsh. These children do not get to go to heaven or hell and are stuck in this purgatory for the rest of eternity. Some sources, like popular science, say that this version of the story exists to have scared people into getting baptized and baptizing their children. The church came into power in the 1600s, and converting medieval Europeans during this time in history was crucial to gaining control. This is oh yeah, yeah. This is when the Protestants were gaining popularity as the largest sector of Christianity in Europe, actually. Oh yeah. So it was. I guess in a way they used fear tactics as propaganda to tell people like don't you don't want your baby to become one of these wisps right you don't want them to end up in this purgatory right so baptize them or else or baptize yourself or else some others have claimed that this has nothing to do with children at all that these wisps are in fact a type of mischievous fae because, of course, anything with mischief, somebody's saying it's the Fae. <laughs> yeah, anything, like, mystical and magical in nature, or, like, definitely you'd be blaming the Fae on it. <laughs> Have you ever watched uh, Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. yeah. Reminds me of when, when uh, the teacher's screaming that it's fairies and stuff. He's like, fairies! <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make your own, like, version <laughs> of that character. It's like, it's the Fae! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like honestly it's like it's like have have a, a child up there it's like sir can you tell us about the will-o'-wisp or something like that and he just like he bends over backwards and like breaks you know like he does in the the cartoon he's like oh it's the fae <laughs> and honestly that that that's kind of what i thought when i read about this because it was like something small and shiny it's the dang fae <laughs> at it again <laughs> and they're tricky people that's it i knew it it was the fae <laughs> um so along with this fae propaganda or propaganda it's another name for these uh balls of light that people have seen are called fairy fire oh yeah there's another pokemon move actually <laughs> Yep, and I didn't know if you had heard of Fairy Fire. No, not in that way. Yeah, I've heard about it like here and there, but I didn't know that the Fairy Fire had to do with the Will-O-Wisps. I guess it makes sense when you think about it, but I had no idea that that's what it was called. Yeah, it almost sounds like just like another name for it, really. Yep. 
So the Fae like to play tricks on people and tricking people into walking right into a marsh is the funniest of tricks, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, hilarious. At this point, not only are they lost, but now they're wet. And depending on what creatures <laughs> are around, they may be even be in danger, which makes it all the funnier. Right. Well, that's <laughs> going into... We're going to have to like deep dive into some certain specific phase because like mm -hmm. some of them yeah this is right up their alley oh yeah for sure 100 percent. and honestly that's just content content Luke, if we start a series on Faye, we will never finish the series on Faye because there are so many and there are so many horrible <laughs> ones so yeah. if anything happens to us because we're talking so much ish about <laughs> Faye. nope i'm gonna keep it as like <laughs> a as real and positive as i can <laughs> so the Fae have never been known for wholesome pranks. They're like the mean, cringy YouTuber of the mythological world, not really giving a hoot who gets hurt because they don't know how far they're taking it, or sometimes they do it on purpose. Oh my goodness, I almost said a couple of <laughs> names, and I was like, no, nah, I probably shouldn't. I actually did have names written down, and I deleted all of them because I... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> I had a list. I had a list, sir. Especially, yeah, as of right <laughs> now, as of today... There's so many of them oh my God. that are getting in trouble for things, but that's, yeah. Ooh. And and it's not just like <laughs> YouTubers. It's just like cringy people I've noticed like to play stupid pranks. Like there's this uh, thing going around on TikTok right now where they're showing husbands destroying the wedding cakes in front of their new brides during the cutting of the cake like not just grabbing a little handful and putting it in her face like oh i've actually seen a couple of those have bled mm -hmm. into youtube shorts yeah like they shove their entire arm into the cake and like they throw it on the ground and stuff it's like what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> so yeah that they're like the f the phase like those kinds of people <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of jerks trying to be funny <laughs> Another popular story for Wisps is that it all started with a singular person. Can you guess what his name was? <laughs> no. It, uh, I For some reason, okay, so Shot in the Dark, Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny enough, his name was Will. Will of the Wisps. Oh. Will, yeah. Will, Will Ferrell of the Wisps. Nope. <laughs> I mean, he tried to be, apparently. And he was a blacksmith. But oh, wow. he was more known for being a troublemaker when he was alive. So Man, he's just he's just hitting every side, huh? Yeah, this guy this guy was not great. So so Will the Blacksmith was a big prankster and he just liked causing mayhem. He's like that guy in those commercials that's the you know, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the, the crazy the, uh, hair, the all the all state commercial guy. <laughs> yes, the one who's like who is the embodiment of mayhem. This yes, this guy Will was that, and he was so active in being like that that when he died, um, he went to heaven. You know, went to the pearly gates and met Saint Peter, and Saint Peter said he was not allowed in. But he told Will that he would give him a second chance by allowing him to come back to Earth as another person, you know, reincarnated and to live a better life. And in, in, he'll see, you know, he'll see how it goes. Well, apparently 
Will took this opportunity to be an even bigger jerk, and St. Peter was like, nah, you're done, and handed him over to Satan. <laughs> just a prank, bro. <laughs> Satan was it's his... just It's just a prank, Pete. <laughs> oh my god. So Satan wasn't really wanting any uh, wild shenanigans either, so he sent him to wander the earth as a spirit, and he handed him a piece of brimstone to keep him warm, or possibly like a party gift, like, sorry, nobody wants you. <laughs> Here you go, souvenir. Ha <laughs> ha. Have fun. Um, well, Will ended up using this offering to create what people think is the wisp and lures people into dangerous situations, causing mischief, even in death. Yeah, that sounds about right. <sighs> you know, and with what the, what he did when he was alive before his reincarnation and then you know everything after that yeah it's par for course it's just really sad he's like and, and honestly it feels like he got the better end of this deal <laughs> so this was when exact like roughly time-wise it was uh sometime around the times of where jack-o-lanterns became a thing they some sources say 1600 some say 1700s i couldn't find a specific time but okay so this type of behavior is not new this behavior has been around for a long time oh gosh dude there are, there's like people who have discovered carvings of uh male genitalia <laughs> on um walls of classrooms back in like rome where <laughs> where uh pompeii happened and stuff like that there, there's been so many discoveries of people just being dumbasses since the <laughs> beginning of time honestly god can you imagine how long it would take for graffiti way back then <laughs> like if you had to carve it into something or like god forbid if they had to try to carve it like chisel it into stone and not wood or something like that It'd, their lookout would get tired he'd be out there for hours and actually somebody actually found like the one of the first uh complaint letters or complaint about a uh, i can't remember what it was about but this woman or man complained about some service that they got but it was carved into stone <laughs> the first karen letter yes pretty much in recorded history yeah it's that people have always been this way. Ancient Yelp. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Angie's list, but it's like Angie's tablet now or <laughs> back then. Oh my God. Yeah. So this, this has been going on for a while. And honestly, that's probably why a lot of people came up with all of these like cautionary tales. It's like, stop being a jerk because these things will happen to you. Nobody will want you. Not even, not even the devil. You'll suck that bad. <laughs> so fun fact, the stories of jack-o'-lanterns are very similar to Will-o'-the-Wisps as jack-o'-lanterns were said to be inhabited by the spirit of a prankster leading people into tricks by lighting up pumpkins and his name was Jack. I do remember that one, yes. That was always a very interesting story to me because Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's one of mine too. It's literally Halloween is first then valentine's day because of the candy <laughs> and then christmas right i love valentine's day candy they always have that's when all the strawberry and cherry flavored gummies and twizzlers and candies are like at their peak 
because they have yeah, they have yeah. everything those flavors. Yeah, everything is red and pink, so mm-hmm. so everything's you know, that, delicious. That, that's all just your favorite, like your favorite flavor. You know, it's absolutely every Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, well, we like tend to stock up when it's that time. When it's that time and when it's Halloween, we stock up on candy like crazy. Yeah, and after Christmas, when the Christmas, well, okay, they're not really as cheap as they used to be after yeah. Christmas now, but they're not even that great because a lot of these. And the most recent ones they've been doing like peppermint flavored things and it's no that too yeah it's just like no thank you <laughs> oh, i was talking about like christmas lights and things oh right right like stock it up on christmas lights after christmas oh is god over i haven't with, even but... seen a real sale in fucking years yeah i was gonna say they stopped doing that because everyone's just like not buying any mm. one year and then just everybody's just stocking up for the next year after the sale is on so they just i guess they Walmart wised up and was like, no, we're not going to do this. Yep. So I couldn't find any actual stories of people having encountered these wisps. Like I legitimately spent forever looking for eyewitness accounts or people, you know, telling a story about a time they thought they saw them and nothing. But a writer uh, that created a piece of text did not say how long ago it was did tell this story that was very popular and most people have quoted. Ah, okay. So the story goes, A peasant traveling home at dusk sees a bright light traveling along ahead of him. Looking closer, he sees that the light is a lantern held by a dusky little figure, which he follows for several miles. All of a sudden, he finds himself standing on the edge of a vast chasm with a roaring torrent of water rushing below him. At that precise moment, the lantern carrier leaps across the gap, lifts the light high over its head, lets out a malicious laugh and blows out the light, leaving the poor peasant a long way from home, standing in the pitch darkness at the edge of this cavern. Like, well, crap. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say that's just that would just be a crazy experience. Honestly, it would be. But now here's the thing. I am never going to follow anything in the dark if I don't know what it is. That's fair. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. The fact that this peasant was like, yeah, I think I'll, I'll take my chances with this mysterious glowing object in the middle of nowhere with this creepy gremlin <clears throat> that I is don't that, know. Is that, ooh, shiny. Yeah, it concerns me. Ooh, bright light. <laughs> Piece of candy. <laughs> but also, I say he kind of got what was coming to him for literally not having any sense whatsoever. Like, this was a grown-ass peasant. This is not talking about a child. This man should have known better. <laughs> he followed a mysterious light held by a mysterious creature for miles. At no point did he go, eh. This, this is taking a while it's kind of weird I'm yeah i think that would that would be the thing that like of course i'd want to try to see what it is you know the curiosity would get to me but to be fair you're white i have problems going a half a mile for anything so <laughs> going multiple miles just to see what this light is no you're done you're done i'm done <laughs> Especially a medieval European, like everything was explained by a scary story during that time. How are you gonna? Yeah. T- how are you? Gonna- you have a lot of scary stories. Like, well, I got one more to add to the pile. <laughs> but how are you gonna take? This the is gonna chance? make a great story. 
God, I'm gonna be famous for this. Literally, nobody remembers his name. <laughs> yeah. But like, how how are you gonna take the chance and see if this one would end well? Of all the things, you know, like, oh, maybe this one's like a leprechaun. <laughs> God, it's just, it's just like, come on, man, get it together. So. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the first name for these wisps originated in 1563. And Dang. yeah, is written in medieval Latin in that Gaelic, uh, Gaelic Latin that we were talking about. And they yeah. were called Ignis Fatus. I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. But I think that's for the most part, I think that's pretty, pretty right. Yeah, but it literally translate to foolish fire. Foolish fire? Foolish fire. Oh. The second definition of this foolish fire is that it is a deceptive goal or hope. Which is exactly what all these stories we talked about entail. Yeah, yeah. Super interesting in my opinion. Kind of feels like Will-O-Wisps aren't just a cautionary tale to not follow strange lights because scary but to also caution people against following a false hope, possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, you know, get your head out of the clouds kind of a situation. Yeah. Or, oh, the Icarus thing, you know, don't fly too close to the sun. Oh, yeah, there's that one, too. Mm-hmm. So, the first part of this definition, which is where things get really interesting. This is, you know, the good part. whole thing and the good part. It discusses the actual scientific theory of how Will-O-The-Wisps exist and what they are. Okay, so I can't wait to hear that. Scientists have theorized that these wisps are actually a light that sometimes appears in the night over marshy ground that is often attributed to the combustion of gas from decomposed <laughs> organic <laughs> matter. So the oh my goodness! So that's the origin of the swamp gas theory. Oh my gosh! What is that? Okay, okay so it's a it's a joke in a lot of the like cryptid society. If if people that are listening to this have heard of you know any other cryptid, every single one of them cryptids, there's been a scientific community trying to explain it away by saying they saw it. They saw swamp gas which was the combustion of gases inside of marshlands and things that can cause certain lighting, uh, like certain lights and, you know, sounds and smells and things like that. Mm -hmm. They've tried to explain away literally everything. Remember when I was making fun of the, um, the, the people that said that the, uh, oh crap, the flatlands monster was just a giant owl because of the red eyes and all mm -hmm. that stuff this is the same type of thing where they just they try to explain away everything about a certain situation by saying that it was just combustionable uh combustible gases inside of the marshlands <laughs> <clears throat> and when you started saying that i was like oh it's swamp gas and then you, when you said the rest of the the sentence uh, the rest of that story i was just like oh my god i was right that is <laughs> the, the beginnings of the swamp gas theory Oh my god, well that's that's apparently what um, some scientists have theorized. I'm not completely sure how much uh, reality or scientific, you know, 
studies have happened on it, but that's that was according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary website. Yep. Yeah. So. But that's interesting. So science says it's not a spirit at all. It is an actual natural phenomenon that just happens. But I also yeah. I also wonder if maybe lightning bugs could be attributed to the will o' wisps. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, medieval Europeans weren't the brightest torch in the castle. And who knows, like, how much they've changed over, you know, the centuries now. Who's to say that in the dark, the uneducated peasants didn't mistake glowbugs for spirits? Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I personally, if I had never heard of or known that there was a creature that glowed light, that I, I would, I would not freak out if I saw glowing orbs in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <clears throat> also, so I just did a quick little look really quickly now. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Fireflies were... I'm... Sorry, I was starting... <laughs> like, it, it started detouring off because I was searching up, like, fireflies and, like, what they could have... Uh-huh look like or the size of them or anything back yeah. in the 1600s and i'm seeing things that have been talking about like certain customs that have that were developed in the 1600s mm -hmm. i i was thinking like that when they might have been discovered but that's not what it actually was talking about so oh, okay gotcha but that's just just a theory i had that maybe you know that could be another thing that that sparked the will-o'-the-wisps uh, lore by ancient or not ancient but like medieval Europeans it definitely could have been yeah um, also there's if we want to go the supernatural route ghosts are often seen as orbs yeah uh, usually I've only ever heard of people seeing orbs through cameras or recording uh, devices I've never heard of people seeing physical orbs with their own eyes but I have heard of orbs being a form that spirits can take. So I don't know if maybe that was something else that could be attributed to that. That maybe if this was a supernatural situation that they were seeing spirits, but they were seeing orbs and not like fire. Yeah, yeah. But what are your thoughts on this? I, the, the swamp gas theory still kind of makes me pause and laugh, but... Um, it was interesting hearing about that in particular, for starters, like hearing this, hearing that theory for like so many other different things, and then kind of seeing that it was a, around with this one as well. Um, I've always liked the idea of the, the fairy fires and such, because I, I love the mythology of around that time frame. Mm -hmm. So hearing that stuff, I, I loved hearing about that. <laughs> um, you reminded me of the movie Brave, which we'll have to watch sometime soon because I would really like to again. Yeah. Uh, the story about the guy that just followed that thing for miles was <laughs> never. I never would have. <laughs> he maybe he was bored. It was medieval Europe. Who knows? On honestly, that was one of the other things I was going to bring up before. Was like, yeah, you know, maybe if I was bored, sure, you know. <laughs> and honestly, it's not but like they had internet or anything or TV shows. He was just like, eh, <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> it's, instead of just people watching, I'm just going to go look at this thingy. I mean, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> or oh my god, like the first Ghost Hunters. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, they... But, like, personally, I'm not sure. I think this could be something that actually exists. If I really, like, kind of take all of the information from the things people have said about spirits in general, it just sounds like a different variation of a spirit to me. Yeah, yeah, a kind of a bit of that. Or your idea of fireflies, too. Like, there are giant fireflies. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where they were necessarily, like, at for the habitat, but... If, if this had, you know, marshland, swamps, there's a lot of insects that light up um, in areas like that. So they could have still been back then, too. Yeah, that's true. And also, the, there's like a billion other stories. I just picked the ones that were the more likely and had more information on them. But there are so many stories. Mm -hmm. If you guys look up Will-O-The-Wisps, there's even a story where it's a young woman who was there's two stories about a young woman one of them was that the young woman got impregnated and she decided to get rid of the baby because it was out of wedlock and um during that time that she decided to get rid of it it came back basically as a spirit and it was oh, okay. that ball because so, yeah. it wasn't baptized because when she got rid of it yeah uh the That's other one is that the will of the wisps is actually a young woman who uh passed away near the sea and she calls sailors down to the dangerous parts mm -hmm. and she draws them over as a wisp uh, i believe she fell or something like that i i didn't see it there's too many different stories but those are there's so many different ways that the that they can exist and in the reasons that they can exist and i think it's really interesting and to me gives more to the whole these are just spirit orbs in a way yeah i i feel the same way and it fantastic story i, I love the whole idea of it and i would i think that it would be cool just in general this like the idea of this kind of living flame sort of thing. You know? Yeah, for sure. Well, regardless whether Will-O-The-Wisps are real or not, they are welcome down here with us below the forest floor. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We'd like to give a shout out to our Forest DD patron, Lotus Vincent. If you would like a shout out at the end of our episodes and help support the podcast, make sure you check us out at patreon.com slash below the forest floor for more details. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.